Hey y'all, it's Dr. Janae. What's up? It's Raven and we are your favorite teacher therapist duo. And this is Houston to Healing, a podcast about all things mental health, but most importantly, a safe space for Black people. Our mission is to dialogue, find support, and share resources that help in our healing journeys. And I say our healing journeys because we too are learning and growing every day. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, welcome everybody to the Hughes to Healing podcast. This is Raven along with Dr. Janae. And today's episode is something that I'm really excited to talk about. The both of us are really excited to talk about. We are going to discuss the importance of journaling in your therapeutic process or in your healing journey. And I really am just like a big big proponent of journaling. I know folks get tired of me suggesting next or like I don't want to journal. And there was once upon a time that I was resistant to journaling and um, wanting to get into that, but also wanted to pass it to you, Janae, about like how you feel about journaling. Um, journaling is one of those things that I think the second somebody talks about healing, engaging in therapy, undergoing any process, you know, on that spectrum, the first thing that, you know, you hear or that is uh promoted is journaling. And I think that mm-hmm. sometimes it kind of becomes um, oversaturated. Like that's the response. Like, oh, I'm struggling. Oh, journal. Yes. I'm going through it. Journal. I'm going through a breakup. Journal. journal. Like it, it's always, it sounds like it's just like this common thing, um, but it's so necessary. And there's so many different ways to utilize journaling for your own personal development, for your healing in your therapeutic process. And so I think that that's what is going to be a little bit different about today's conversation. It's not just us like journaling is great. Like everyone should journal. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, let's kind of break down how we've both navigated journaling as not only clients, but in my case, as a therapist, what are some different ways and approaches you should take to journaling to maximize the effects of it and like why it is so beneficial. So again, like you said, you have the megaphone out on full volume talking about journaling. Like you do not play, (laughs) you suggest journaling, you be sharing your journal entries with your trusted circle. Like you are very much like team journal. So like, was that always the case for you? No, and exactly what you said of like, that journaling being the answer, right? Like everything was journaled out and I'll journal it out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want to journal it out. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to write. And so starting with just the process, I was definitely resistant to it. Like, what the hell do I write on paper? Mm -hmm. Like, do I just write my feelings? And then I'm going back. I'm like, I don't like my handwriting (laughs) or like, right. I like, I want to redo this just journal prompt because my handwriting looks so trash. Mm -hmm. Like just really nitpicking about things. And it wasn't until I was with my therapist and I was in a session and she was like, we're going to use the next 20 minutes for you just to journal. Mm-hmm. We, had, we were talking about something and whatever you are feeling in your mind, just kind of like a free journal. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, damn, 20 minutes is a long mm-hmm. ass time. She'll be watching me journaling. Like Girl, I feel like you was taking SATs like, all over again. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you ever had that moment where you're in English class and your teacher's like, okay, y'all, we're about to use the first, you know, 10 minutes of free ride. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, like what about your weekend? You're like, what the hell am I right about? Yeah. And that's what I felt. And honestly, I was like, let me not resist. Let me actually, she's making the time for me. It's not like I'm at home and I got to make the time myself. Mm-hmm. Let me use this time the way that she wants. And I was like a page and a half deep in my journal. And she's like, all right, that's time. And I was like, oh, damn, like, wow, that was a lot. And it was actually during the time I was going through this breakup. Mm-hmm. And I just got a lot of it out on paper, mm-hmm. right? Just a lot. And then we ended up using that to then guide like our next session. Mm-hmm. And so I felt 
a a release, mm-hmm. right? Getting that all on paper, I felt really good. I felt like lighter because mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, all of the all of the BS is on paper. All of my feelings are on paper. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I felt like, you know, in the moments that I don't have anyone to talk to or anyone to process with, I go to the paper at you know first because. Sometimes I don't know exactly what I'm feeling, but if I'm able to journal it out, then we were able to pull out, okay, this is what you're feeling. Like, this is what you are able to take away from this. Because there are moments where I'm like, I don't know what I'm feeling, but I put it on paper and I'm able to pull out those like Mm -hmm. key points, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Right. And then, then I'm able to then go from there and say, okay, I'm not like, I'm not angry. I'm just frustrated. So it's, it's a point for me to be able to feel what I'm, to be able to understand what I'm feeling and the why, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. And I think that one thing, one strategy that your therapist has utilized that I actually have never um, is the utilizing um, the session time to journal. I really like Mm -hmm. that because it puts you on the spot, but in all the right ways, because I have absolutely been in situations with clients where I'm pulling teeth, like, you know, we're talking about what they're going through. They Mm -hmm. can't, you know, they can't uh, bypass this brick wall, this metaphorical brick wall. And we're trying to understand. And there are certain things that are, that exist in our subconscious or that are, that we're covering up or masking, or we don't want to admit that we're this impacted or whatever the case may be. And so we Mm -hmm. keep hitting this brick wall. We keep hitting this brick wall. And one of the ways that we often can break through it is through journaling, because that's where that raw emotion comes out. That's where you're connecting the dots to this other incident that's that you're being reminded of. And it's like, oh, wow, I didn't even put that connection that, you know, I'm going through this situation that I deem as unhealthy, but this also mirrors something that happened in my childhood, or this is a cycle I keep finding. And so like when they're able to connect those dots, it's like, okay, boom, now we have something that we can recognize, we can address, we can unpack. Um, And that's one of the reasons amongst many that we'll continue to talk about, you know, why journaling is so important. And I like that, you know, your therapist called you to just do a free write. She was like, you know, 20 minutes, write, do what you want. Like I'm going to set a timer. Time journaling is something that I'm a huge advocate for because especially thinking about, again, most of us have gone to school our entire, like our entire childhood, our entire young adult life. If you start adding on college and grad school, you've been in school 25, 30 years at this point. Like, so when you ask somebody to do something that mimics Mm -hmm. an academic type of assignment, like you're so resistant, like, and so when I have people that are very resistant and they don't know what they want to talk about, or they don't feel like they can carve out the time, I'm like, sit down and set a timer. And we start very small. I want 10 minutes, like you said. Um, But I like that she, you had no choice. You were sitting there. You were like, okay, I already done paid my copay or my out-of-pocket fee. Right, like, like and you, you kind of got yeah, you kind of got me by the back of the neck. So yes. I really like that strategy. I definitely might have to borrow that. Um, and I will have to credit her in the in the future should I do right, that. Yes. But I like that a lot because it forced you to sit. And then at the end of that 20 minutes, she was like, damn. Like you said, you was a page and a half in and 20 minutes yes. in front of somebody. Yes. Like, so I yeah. can only imagine what it looked like when you were alone by yourself, really sitting and thinking about whatever was on your mind or your heart, you know? And I think, so would you Mm -hmm. say that that was like the catalyst for you to really recognizing the benefit of journaling for you? Oh yeah, it definitely was. Cause like you said, I I was able to do that in front of somebody. Mm -hmm. Right. And so even from that, that one journal prompt turned into sessions of like work. Mm -hmm. And then we, you know, I was able to go back and pull out these points and similar to what we talked about in our episode, um, about growing pains, right? Like a lot of things in that prompt was like what society told me Mm -hmm. I wanted to have. So like pulling that out and then 
like connecting it back to like childhood, teenage, you know, mm-hmm. years. Like it, it really forms the next couple of sessions for me. And there's sometimes where I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about in these sessions, but I bring in my journal part. Like, girl, I got this. Listen, this is what I pulled out in my session. That so is let's, my, let's, that is my favorite. With me, that sis. is my favorite. So one of the things that I always talk about with my clients when we reach that point in therapy, when it's like, okay, journaling is absolutely your homework. And sometimes they immediately mm-hmm. jump on board. They engage completely and we're able to utilize that as a part of the treatment plan. But when people are unsure about what they want to write about or they don't think they can commit the time, um, there are certain parameters that I that I create with them and you know where they're at mm-hmm. in their process and that's one of them I'm always like okay just write like whether I give them some yes, prompts or some just, guides or it's just free write or it can be a combination it all depends on the symptomology and what they're going through and things of that nature but I'm always like just write even if I give you a set of prompts or you're just writing from the heart just write just commit to this many minutes at first and I'm like don't worry about grammar punctuation like this is yeah, not English homework yeah. like this is not this is yes. not an essay just write um and bring it in. And then I have people like, it was funny mm-hmm. that you mentioned the, the penmanship. Um, because again, we always want to look polished for people. We always want to present yes, our best selves. Yes, and I, yes. and so I've always tell, I always tell clients, like, I'm like, if you're that insecure about your writing or you don't like to write, I'm mm-hmm. like, you got a smartphone, type it out in a notes app, type it in a yeah. notes app and, oh, and yeah, bring, that's a good, yeah. bring your phone or bring your note. And then that's the other thing the, the ones that do agree to handwrite it. Well, I don't have a journal. If you don't go get a 75 cent, yeah, I'm pretty right. sure it's not 75 cent no more with the price of inflation and things. But right. I'm like, go get just a standard, go to, standard color. Yes. Go to, go to wherever you need to go. It does not have to be the pretty composition book with the flowers. No. And like, I'm like, go. Yes. I'm like, get some printer paper. It's not playing with me. I, do, you need, do you need me exactly. to pull it out of the printer? Like, get you, something, right get you something to write with. Mm-hmm. A pen, a pencil, a marker, a, a piece of chalk. I really don't care. And get yes. you a, a, a surface to write on and just start writing. And you bring that back to session or bring your phone back. And then because I respect, you know, people are talking about very intimate things and we're talking about rapport building. Like I'm always willing to meet them where they're at. I'm like, you can either hand over your writings to me or turn your phone over or you can just like recite back to me the parts you want to talk about. Gotcha. Yes. And then as we continue yep. to grow within our therapeutic alliance, they may be like, listen, and they'll hand me the whole thing and be like, I want you to specifically gotcha. look at the therapy page because that's when I was telling it all. And I'm like, oh, OK. Okay. Um, that's what I went in. Yes. Yeah, that's what it's like. Okay, now you're really, but. I love journaling because it increases self-awareness. Like you said, because once you start it to does. just write and you like, ooh, like I didn't realize I was still, I still felt away about that. This. Like I, mm-hmm. again, I didn't realize this was a pattern of mine. I didn't, I didn't yes. recognize that I'm still talking about this person or this wrong, or this is what's yes, preventing me from progressing part, yep. in my personal development yes. or my interpersonal relationships. Like, so journaling, it really has you being like, damn, like. You notice a pattern. Yeah, you're like, ooh, I didn't really. I was suppressing that. I was pushing that to the side. I was yes. acting like it was sweet yes. and it wasn't. And so that's why I like journaling because it's really a way to gather yourself. Like before anybody yes. else does, that journal do will it. let you know. That journal will tell you yes. like, mm, yeah, we're not over that. We have not healed from that. Mm-hmm. Like this is still Even a very big problem. You, you said you was good. You said you was unbothered. Like but the lie detector test determined. Yes. You're not. Yes. You are very much still bothered. Yes. And so that's what I like about journaling because it'll gather you up real fast. Like real, real fast. Really quick. Yes. And that's another thing that I love too, because I'm able to notice like, damn, so last month I'm still on this, this month I'm still on mm-hmm. this. And and my therapist will also notice that like, okay, I noticed last session you said the same thing. Mm-hmm. It seems like we still are are on the same like same page, right? Mm-hmm. Same tip. And then you start to notice patterns. Like I I'm like, oh damn, here like 
I complain about maybe not having enough time to do something or like not having a social life. And then I'm noticing like, wow, a lot of my journal entries are about work. Me mm-hmm. being stressed about mm-hmm. work, me making time about work, yes. me doing this, like me not being intentional about something. And so now I'm able to make that change or like make that shift. and Or recognize that work something- is the catalyst for the stress. Yes. Because you're putting, yes. your, you're displacing your frustration or your stressors onto other people, onto other situations. Yes. But that journal is revealing that you're really stressed about your work environment. So I then, work, so then yes. the conversation with your therapist becomes what's in your control, what's not in your control, what changes mm-hmm. can you make? Um, how can you, you know, better manage the stress that you can't get away from with the job yes. and stuff like that? Um, no, definitely. I, I, you know, journaling. It, it takes it there to a level that because it, it it reduces that inhibition, it lowers that guard that you have when you mm-hmm. come in. And I also like how you talked about when you incorporate your journaling that you're doing on your own time, when you're when you incorporate that into your therape- therapeutic session, it really becomes helpful because we talked about this in previous in a previous episode, um, how you can go to therapy with the presenting issue. Hey, I'm in therapy because of stress. I'm in therapy because I'm yes. having relationship issues. But as you mm-hmm. continue talking and as you and your therapist continue to get to know one another and really start chipping away and coming up with goals and things to address the presenting issue, like you said, your therapist is sitting back like, okay, I didn't notice the last three sessions. You keep talking about issue B. But you came in and said there was issue A. So it's like, we need to be talking about both of these issues or we need to set issue A to the back because that's not impacting Mm -hmm. you as much as issue B. And you didn't realize that. You didn't realize that or whatever the case may be. But journaling will absolutely have you looking at things from a comprehensive lens or recognizing Mm -hmm. that what you're saying the problem is may not really be the problem that you sit on that couch for or on a computer for. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that actually has happened so many times where I thought it was this thing and I'm reading out something where I'm like, this is the end. She's like, oh, so it was, we thought it was A, but it's really, it's really B and C. Come on. And so now we're going to unpack that. We're going to focus on that. And I'd be like, oh damn, like I was putting all my energy here. Okay. All right. Let's, let's pivot. Right. And it's, Mm -hmm. It's a way also for me to get to know myself too. Mm, I like that. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you've also found this true, but like really getting to like, you know, there's been moments. I mean, it's been also another reason why I was resistant too, because I'm like, I don't want to write this shit down. Like this is like, ill. like it's, it's like not, it's like that you're dealing with your ugly truths. Mm-hmm. Right. And so mm-hmm. putting that down. It's putting that mirror in front of yourself. It, it's putting that mirror in front of yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's like points where I'm like, oh, okay. And, and I'm to the point where I can put it all down. Right. Especially I had, I had this, this thing where I'm like, I feel like there's a, and I know this is something where people are like, oh, if you, if you have if you feel like jealous or envious about friends you need to you know move on to the you know that's that's unhealthy but I'm like those feelings are very real natural emotions and so there's a point in time and I think I told my friends this too where there was a point where I was just like my dating life was was not, was just not not popping and so I was feeling a little envious of my friends finding success in dating and like it was hard to write that down on a journal because mm. I was like ew I gotta write this this is a very like ugly moment but it honestly I was able to write it down I was able to take it to therapy and able to work through mm-hmm. one acknowledge this is a feeling mm-hmm. and then work through that mm-hmm. and really like acknowledge okay I'm feeling a little jealous that you know I'm happy but I'm also feeling a little envious of like you know, my girl, she's getting flowers and I'm over here like can't even get a text. Right. And that was something. Right. <laughs> Listen, so but, no, but, that, but, that's, but that's really real. Like you said, the honesty and that transparency that you were able to mm-hmm. sit with your journal and, and, you know, 
and hash out and then sit with your therapist hash because it out. that was it sounds like that was a difficult conversation for you to navigate with your friend at the time or possibly ever yes. but it helped to for you to recognize that and deal with that internally as opposed to continuing to displace that envy towards her that didn't do nothing to you. Yes, like you said, then you, right? then you was that, that hater part. in the corner. Instead, you were like, hey, yes. I'm feeling away. Like, I need to talk about this. And again, it was a you thing. It was like, hey, this is something that I want. This is something that I'm not getting. Like, I'm happy for my friend, yeah. but I'm recognizing that it's, it bothers me for my own journey versus you sitting yes. in front of your friend's face. Like, oh, must be nice. Like, mm-mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, then, and then look mm-hmm. at y'all. And then y'all wouldn't have been friends. And so I think that, yes. like you said, it's it's that mirror it puts that mirror up in your face and journaling brings out those things that we avoid those conversations we're avoiding those emotions we don't want to admit that we're experiencing Mm -hmm. like journaling is that girl like i'm i'm going to die on the hill yes and i think one thing too with that is like you're able to hash it out before it goes and like you're putting that displaced stuff on other people Mm -hmm. you're able to then realize like my problem is not with the person it's with this Mm -hmm. or my problem is not with like you're in I'm I love that that first process that I can do that Mm -hmm. because there's been moments where I've hurt my relationships because I didn't know how I was feeling Mm -hmm. and I'm putting all of this on other people because I'm not taking the time to process my emotions process my feelings and the journal is the first place and I take that and then I go with it to my therapist like hey this whole the you know the last couple of weeks this is what I've been focused on mm-hmm. can you help me process this because then my my things I don't want to cause harm to the people I love and mm-hmm. also I work with little humans yes mm-hmm. so I don't want to take a lot of that you know I'm I'm stressed out about bills but I'm taking it out of my kids in the classroom like right and they're like Bro, we ain't did nothing get to handle you. this you know like, right? we're just trying to love just you we're trying to learn so, yeah right and, but no and I think that you brought up something that I think is really important to address as well because and I've talked about this a lot before we as a society we as human beings we think oftentimes in all or nothing thinking or like black and white thinking so a lot of times Mm -hmm. I will have clients when we're at this space and we're hey okay let's incorporate journaling it's very much I don't have nothing to talk about that you know things are not bad enough for me to sit down and write about things are not good enough for me to sit down and write about and so that's where it's talking about the just writing like you said because that's what you'll start to uncover or what will happen is I will have somebody commit to this journaling practice and the exercise of journaling when they're something that they've identified as going you know significantly mm. wrong but yeah. as they yeah. you know as they navigate through that and things get better they're in a better place of you know mental and emotional stability they've addressed this this problem that's been bothering them they're like well, why do i need to keep journaling and it's like mm-hmm. you know there's so many ways and reasons to journal that I think we need to get out of the mindset of like, oh, you're only journaling when you're down bad, when you're sad, when you're yes. dealing with something. Like it is just yes, a release. It's the same way that you shouldn't only work out or exercise because you feel like you want to lose weight or you're training for some, you know, triathlon or 2K or 5K or whatever. Like, you know, exercising your body and, you know, things of that nature, there should be routine practices. It's not just because I have to go to this event and I want to look snatched. If that's what you want to do, listen, I support it. But it's the same way eating healthy is not like, oh, because I want this end goal. It's like, you know, we should incorporate these practices. And I think journaling is just like that. It's just like getting enough sleep, eating well, exercising, um, decompressing, like journaling very Mm -hmm. much has a seat at that table. But a lot of times it's not presented that way and it's not received that way until you get somebody to shift their thinking and one of the things that you always talk about is 
journaling when things are going good. And I think that's something people mm-hmm. need to hear more about. So talk a little bit about like what you mean by that and how you utilize like journaling for for the positive. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a moment, just like you said, where I'm journaling when things were just like bad. Mm-hmm. I just need to get, I'm crying. I'm like tears falling on the paper. <laughs> and there was a moment where right, it's like, you're, the ink is all getting all messed Runny. up. But I was like, Ronnie, yes. And um, it was something where I think I was talking about goals that mm-hmm. I wanted to accomplish. And my therapist encouraged me to get this journal by um, a black woman. It was called like Levels. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll try to have like the link for that. But like I got that to write down my goals that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then like I wasn't really a comp like, you know, the goal was like to pay off debt. Mm-hmm. Like, but girl, we ain't paying off debt tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like let's. So what I started doing was writing down just like gratitude for what I had in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like seeing certain things go, like seeing my debt go down by $200, like little small stuff. And then I was like, you know what? Like I need to also just write when I'm feeling happy. Like when I wake up in the morning, I just feel a sense of like just happiness. Mm-hmm. Like not just like gratitude, but like when I'm feeling good, because what I want to do is hopefully maybe like mimic what makes me feel good. Now Got I it. know mm-hmm. like what makes me feel good. So like, oh, I woke up this morning. I feel good. Oh, maybe it's because I went to sleep at a decent time mm-hmm. last night. Right. Or like maybe I'm reflecting. I realize like I had breakfast in the morning and I had lunch. I had all my meals. I had some snacks. My apartment was clean, like acknowledging those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I like had a really good work life balance that week, that week. So that's why I woke up on Saturday, like early, ready to start the day. And so I'm noticing these little things and so I'm able to then like make this a part of my routine so oh okay Raven like when you wake up you like to wake up early in the morning you like to start your day off like getting a cup of chai or a cup of tea and just like clean up a little bit and have time to sit down that's where you feel your most safe and insecure so mm-hmm. it's also a ability a way for me to get to like know myself you know when people ask like what brings you joy mm-hmm. And I'm able to then like locate, oh, what brings me joy this? Like, you know, being able X, Y, Z, because I like put it on paper and I'm able to go back and like notice a trend like, oh, you love security. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that bring you security, right? And like, yeah, I see you thinking. No, I'm like, no, because you bring up a good point because just like we sat and just talked about how journaling will uncover patterns of unhealed emotions and, and traumas. Yeah. It's the same way that journaling reveals patterns of, like you said, safety, security, happiness, joy. So you recognize, yes. okay, when I'm talking mm-hmm. about things are going good, when I'm talking about feeling happy, I keep recognizing I'm noticing that I spent time with these people or I did time yes, and did this self-care that, activity. So you're yeah. like, okay, I'm starting to notice if I incorporate this more into my life or if I go to those outlets of safety and support when I need it, then maybe mm-hmm. I will, I won't feel as um, I won't be in such a negative space or I'll be able to navigate and recognize those emotions quicker because I have these things that are um, safety factors for me. Or like you said, there are places where yes. I feel good, things that I do for myself, with mm-hmm. myself or with others. Um, and then you can recognize how tangible they are. There's some things, again, I called this person. I had a phone call with this friend. Like I was really stressed out. And then you recognize the subsequent entries are like you navigating stress better because you're like, okay, yeah. now I realize that this friend is a place for me um, that, you know, and and when it's appropriate and when that person is emotionally available enough to deal with that, I can utilize this person or, hey, I, I went can, for a yes. walk um, or I, I did yoga, whatever those things are. It, um, it uncovers patterns, good and bad, either way you want to yeah. look at it. So I think that that's mm-hmm. really important. 
like you said, the gratitude, I think gratitude is a big one. And we go through life. Oftentimes we go through life and we're grateful, um, subconsciously, Mm -hmm. unconsciously. We woke up that day. We, you know, made it to and from on our journey safely. Um, we have a roof over our head, food in our fridge. Like we, but do Mm -hmm. we sit and really talk about those basic human needs as well as the other things in our life that give us that abundance of happiness, our family, our community, our relationship, you know, like you said, just when you really sit down and, and vocalize that, whether it's, you know, notes app on your phone, whether it's pen to paper, Mm -hmm. it really starts to shift your perspective. And that doesn't mean that the things that are bothering and troubling you go away, but it helps you to recognize like, okay, this is a part of my life that is not going as I want or need it to go, but I do Mm -hmm. have other things going right or going well. And I do know that this situation will pass. And if it won't, I do know that I have enough other things in my life that I can like navigate and I will push through this with the help of others or whatever it may be. But I think that gratitude piece is super important. And I like that you bring up like journaling and chronicling happiness as well as uh, gratitude, because a lot of times you get people they're like, okay, I'm not resistant. I'm not going to fight you on this. I recognize discussing the good. I recognize discussing the bad as it pertains to journaling. They're like, I don't got nothing to talk about. I don't have nothing to talk about. Again, I'm Mm -hmm. work is stressing me out. Work stresses everyone out. Like, why do I even need to sit? Like after I've done the one free write about that, Uh, like there's nothing else to say. Work is stressful. Like I'm I'm not leaving this job. Like it is, it is what it is very much. So it's like, okay, well, what if you just write, you just sit down and whatever comes to your heart and your mind, you write about it um, and see where your mind goes, see what's, Mm -hmm. what's, you know, on your spirit or whatever. So that's one that I really like to utilize. And it's super interesting to see what, what I get back. When they come back, they can go completely left field. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Like what? That came all right. Yeah, yeah. That's that. Where, where did that come from? They're like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. well, let's talk about it. And it gives us something to recognize and it gives more substance Um, because sometimes people recognize that they need to be in therapy and they don't fully understand why. But there's something, mm-hmm. whether, again, it is a spiritual thing, um, an emotional pull. They know they need to be in there, but they're like, and I get that a lot, you know. I'm just going through life like another 20 something, whatever, you know, age is there. And they're like, yeah, you know, work is stressful. I have issues in my relationship. It's not bad. We talk about it. We're good. Mm -hmm. You know, my kids get on my nerves, but I love them. Like, you know, they're, they're like, these are just the basic, you know, motions of life. And so, but they're like, but I feel like I need to be here. Like, what what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, okay. So journaling is a way to help discover and uncover really what are some things that are bothering you or that you need assistance or partnership in recognizing. So, you know, you give a lot of praise to your therapist and it sounds like she is due all of that. She sounds like she is a great clinician. Um, and I know that you've grown a lot in working with her, but how would you identify like the component of journaling as making your therapeutic process more fulfilling? Or like, how do you feel like you've grown when you added that into mm-hmm. your treatment? So a big part that, I've, and we talked about this too, being able to one, like look back and and see that growth and acknowledge it. Cause there's one point in therapy where I'm like, I feel like I'm not really growing mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm not really like I'm doing this, but I'm just like going to session. And I'm having the same like issues or problems. And one, like realizing the beauty of that, like now we're able to notice the patterns. Now we're able to like, you know, yeah, like you're not going to change overnight. It's going to be some things that's going to like still, we're still going to be working on that some months later. 
But I think what was really helpful was like being able to go back and realize like, like the first time I said I journaled in her office, she made me do for 20 minutes. That was that breakup journal. <laughs> and I found that journal and I was like, oh my gosh, I was going through it. Do I think about that man no more? Some Listen. No, I just... I thought, and I was like, I, and I think in my journal, I think I really wrote, like, I would never get over this. <laughs> like, no, like, honestly, I'm, truly, I found a journal, I want to say three or four years ago, mm-hmm. I was moving and I was clearing out like my bookshelf and um, I was like, what? I didn't even realize and it was, it was a, a guided journal. So it was one that had the prompts mm-hmm. and like the questions and the prompts and you just answer them. It wasn't like a free ride journal. So I open it and I'm reading back, like you said, and, and that is why it is critical to date your journal entries. And I will talk about that yes. in a second. Oh my but gosh, I'm going, yes. Cause first of all, I don't even remember the journal. So I look and I'm looking at the time frame. And I'm looking at all that I'm talking about, like transitioning jobs and in career shifts and relationship stuff. And I was dying laughing because like you said, in that moment, I was going through it. Like these yes, situations yes. were absolutely troubling my Real heart, life. mind and soul. Yes. And I was yes. like, when I, when I was opening the journal, I was like, wow, none of these things even matter to the point that I had forgotten mm-hmm. about them. And it wasn't that I was like suppressing them. They just genuinely didn't matter anymore. And I think that that hopefully is, uh, motivation or inspiration to certain people to be like those things that are you're hearing now that just seem like it is the end like you will never grow from this you will never Never, learn from this like (laughs) you said like you looked in that journal and was like wait who was I talking about girl like ain't nothing about him like in me I was like oh my gosh I was like so nervous to shift uh careers or like shift like my population focus and now I'm like oh yeah dang like I did do that like because I've been in my lane for so long now like I have some of the times forget like oh I used to work in this setting or with this population um Mm -hmm. but these things were like really, really bothering me. And I was able to see not only what once impacted me that doesn't anymore or definitely doesn't to that level, but I was also able to see and witness my growth through it. Like, okay, yes. well, you know, on January 15th, 2017, I was in shambles about this, but I recognized yeah. by March I was doing better. And I was talking very openly and honestly about what I was Mm -hmm. doing and then now look at me fast forward like I've really resolved this situation so it allows you to see your growth it allows you to see what things you've utilized in your toolkit that have benefited Mm -hmm. you because again you're the expert of your own life like when you go into that I always tell my clients that I'm like you know I am here and I'm here to listen to what you have to say and I'm here to bring in suggestions and my clinical you know um, my clinical interventions my clinical perspective but you are the expert on yourself so you have Mm -hmm. to come in here and be real with me you have to tell me what works what doesn't work I can make suggestions based on what I'm hearing but that doesn't mean it's the end all be all so that journaling is a place for you to go back and really reflect on what your therapist is saying to you saying with you what they're recommending what they're suggesting the work you're doing on your own and how it is making you the best version of yourself um and that journal oh that like I said I'm gonna keep saying it that journal is that mirror it is it is the stuff that you yes, telling your therapist the, the yeah. stuff that you telling your friends the stuff that you're telling yourself all of that yep. is packaged and polished up in a certain way but that journal baby that journal is going we'll to really rebuild. be like mm-mm Nope. You said you was good, but no, Mm -mm. but you're not, you're not. And that's what you just said of like being able, being an expert in my life. I think I finally realized that through journaling. That's how, that's what made the therapeutic process or my journey more fulfilling is like, wow, like, 
okay, I do know the answers. I do know these things, right? It does, it takes a little more time. It takes time processing. So like, I know when I go through a breakup again, I know one is going to hurt, it's going to sting, but I also know the things that I did the last time to like get myself through it and heal. I know that I, it, that sentence, I'm never going to get over this. It's no, it's not true because <laughs> I've done proved myself yeah. wrong, you know, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And so I think it has made, it's been fulfilling because I'm able to know myself a little bit more. And I thought I knew myself, but it wasn't until you, like you said, you put that mirror up where you're like, damn, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm able to know what I need in certain moments a little bit better without needing to like, oh shit, I gotta, I need, I need to send my therapist an email like ASAP because mm-hmm. I need her to know this. I'm able to then use that toolbox when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling stressed, when I'm like down, where I'm like, oh, I got this in my toolbox. And also go back into that gratitude or the, the moments where I talked about happiness and all these things. Mm-hmm. When I'm feeling down, I'm able to go back and be like, okay, let's get some structure going in our life. You feeling a little sad, you feeling a little homesick. Let's get some structure, right? Mm-hmm. Like the moments you felt structure, the moments you felt these this, these moments of like warmth and joy, like let's implement that, right? Mm-hmm. To like, to get us back to the the feeling of just like feeling joyful. And I think that's why journaling has made, just been fulfilling my life because I'm able to know myself more. Mm-hmm. And that just makes me feel so happy because mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm able to like advocate for myself better. I'm able mm-hmm. to like, move better because we're going to be with ourselves I'm rocking with me all the time because I'm with me all the Mm -hmm. time right and so it just feels good to know that I'm always going to have my back Mm -hmm. and and through that like through journaling able to get to know myself because I thought I knew myself but I I really did it Mm -hmm. you know if that makes if that makes sense there's a self-discovery that comes from journaling like yes that part yes and I love having conversations with you because you bring that personal lived experience to the things that I may be talking about as a therapist or what you can find in textbooks and research articles and things of that nature so there are some tips that I want to suggest for people who are going to consider starting the journaling process or maybe Maybe they're going to restart it. But before I kind of give just a couple of things to consider from the therapeutic lens or from a therapist perspective, what would you tell somebody? What would you tell a friend? What would you tell a family member? What would mm-hmm. you just say just in a random casual conversation to somebody that was like, I need to journal or what are your thoughts on journaling? Like, what's the benefit? What, what would be your, you know, your pitch for journaling to get people to My embark pitch. on it? I think first I would start off by saying journaling has really helped me like like you just said the word self-discovery really discover what what raven likes right Mm -hmm. and at different modes of life because you know we're always changing and so i would say do that to get to know yourself Mm -hmm. and then two don't be afraid to just put it all out there like don't be afraid to deal with those really dark emotions that you wouldn't tell nobody because you're Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh they're gonna look at me differently put it on the paper because then you can process it and also you know as we dig all that out all those like dark emotions it can get really exhausting so also have space where you do you are able to give gratitude because and let me tell you it does get exhausting i'm like damn i'm just such a like fucked up person Mm -hmm. but also have a a space carved out where you you do go out and you appreciate like there have been moments where i'm like i felt so heavy and i'm like let me go outside and journal outside and hear the birds i know i like the outdoors and i'm just writing my journal the birds are chirping like really corny ass shit but it's really like it's really fulfilling because it's it's there's multiple sides of us and you get to recognize that like mm-hmm. i do have these moments i don't want to deal with and i do have these other moments that just bring me joy and make me happy so um i think that would be my pitch to folks who are like i want to get back in it or i need to start 
I hope that helps. I hope that like pulled you in. Right. No, absolutely. I think that just listening to you, if I would not, if I, if I had not considered journaling in the past and just listening to you, I'm like, you know what? Let me go give me a notebook because she, yes. she's fitting. I'm, I'm about to try this out. I want parts. So I, I absolutely agree with everything you said. And to add to that, some of the things that I would say, again, we've kind of talked about, there are just times where you free write and then there are guided mm-hmm. journals or prompts that you respond to. And speaking generally, I believe that there's a place for both to exist. And I oftentimes will encourage my clients to do a mixture of the two. I might just I say like, like that, let's yeah. just start out with just writing what's on your heart, what's on your mind. And then yeah. from there, there's there are some prompts that I either can create or I can utilize resources to find them. Mm-hmm. Um, and if a person is really just stuck, like I, you told me to free write, I sat there, there was nothing that I wanted to say, can then we, I will yeah. provide them with some prompts that are still pretty generic or broad enough, but they are structured. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talk about a time that you feel really happy. Talk about um, it's an issue that took you a very long time to get over because that kind of helps us to discover where we need to go moving forward. But I Mm -hmm. would absolutely encourage a combination of the two. And that's something that you should be talking to your therapist about when they say, I think you should journal. Okay. What do you mean by that? Are you just telling me to sit down and write what I'm feeling? Are you going to give me some prompts? Are you going to direct me somewhere where I can find them on my own? Um, But that's the first thing. There's a difference. And I think that a, a combination of the two is going to give you the most effective journaling. Um, as we continue to talk about journaling and making sure that it's effective, the Center for Journal Therapy has a really useful acronym that I like to remind people to utilize. And that acronym is right, like W-R-I-T-E. Um, and that's what topic you're going to review and reflect. You're going to investigate. Mm. You're going to time yourself and you're going to exit smart. So we, I will link this. Um, I'll link the post that can kind of refer you back to that. And so that you can uncover that more. But that right acronym is going to help you to structure your thoughts. The, uh, you want your thoughts to be unfiltered, but sometimes you need to structure them. Because like you said, you can come back in with a 17 page journal entry. And it's like, yeah, OK, <laughs> this is a lot. Um, we'll, we'll get this through it. Yes. But if you kind of keep yourself on track, which is when we're talking about emotions, yes. you can go a million different ways. So I think that effective exactly. journaling utilizes is a combination of free writing. It utilizes um, some guided prompts and then you're using that right acronym at all times. Um, and then things you want to consider when you're journaling. First of all, privacy is key. We're talking about super vulnerable things. We're talking about you being your most transparent self. Like you said, you're telling mm-hmm. you're telling this piece of paper or this notes app in your phone, things that you might not be telling anyone else in the world, things that you're still yeah. not fully comfortable divulging to your therapist. You're giving it piece by piece. So you want to make sure that you're storing your journal in a safe place so that you feel comfortable saying what you need to say, or you make sure that you have your note with the feature that it can be locked so that, you know, when you, when you you know that you're safe in any concept, in any part of your life, you're more likely to be more honest. So I think that, you know, going into it with that mindset is going to allow you to be more vulnerable and transparent. Um, and then before you start journaling, you need to get in that space. You know, you 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 want to make sure that you've sat and you have taken some time to do some deep breaths, some meditation, mm-hmm. some guided, you know, visualization. You have music in the background, candles, something to just get you in this space where you feel calm, where you feel like you can be open and honest, like you don't want to have a DMX plan and then go journal. Like, you know, I love DMX, <laughs> right. peace, but that love might not yeah, be the best yeah. thing to get up off of, you know, a DMX mixtape or a DMX playlist yes. rather. And then be like, let me journal. Um, it might go a whole different way. And so you want to make sure that, yes. you know, you have, you've, you've created the space to allow yourself to journal open and honestly. Um, we already talked about this date, every entry you want to know Please. what had, oh what you gosh, were going through on this day during this year. You want to see if there's a pattern, you know, 
know, we're talking, we're talking about themes, you know, am I always dealing with this around this time of the year? Is this the time that somebody that I love passed? Is this, you know, the holiday season? Um, Is this the start of the school year and I'm a teacher? Like, so you can start to recognize what, you know, is every, why am I always going through it every Thursday night? Like, you know, there are certain things that you're there to be like, okay, like, I've noticed, you know, looking at these dates or these seasons or these, you know, whatever. So that's one thing you want to do. Date every entry so that Mm -hmm. any themes uh, can be pointed out as well as you can see your growth. Like I said, when I found my journal, I was like, well, I was going through it three years ago. But I honestly, if I didn't date that, I mean, there were context clues to give me like what was going, where I was at, what I, what was going on. But when I saw the dates, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I was able to put it all together and get myself back. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I remember this. I remember that. So that's really helpful. Um, And then, like you said, go back and review your writings. Go back and look at who you were six months ago, 90 days ago. Last week, five years like ago, go back and look and see what was bothering you, how you work through it. What are what are the things that no longer are an issue in your life? What is still recurring? Like and that journal, again, is going to hold up that mirror to show you what things keep resurfacing, what things need further attention, what things that you've absolutely resolved. But again, those are guides and things to help you navigate your therapeutic process and your healing process. And then when we're talking about the technicality of journaling, uh, I've already mentioned some of this, but just write, go in and write, just write quickly. Like, again, this is not an essay. This is not a job application. Like, so if you're misspelling words, if you have incorrect grammar, again, if there are tears on the paper, so be it. Like, do do what you need to do to get it out. And then when you start that process, keep some people operate off the structure. They have to say, I'm going to journal three times a week. Um, don't hold yourself that, that like tight to it, but you can mm-hmm. say, you know, I'm going to make sure that I journal once a week, or I'm going to make sure that, you know, I, you know, give 30 minutes, um, 30 minutes a week. And that might be two 15 minute sessions or something, but make sure that you just keep the process. Don't just do a journal entry or two and toss the journal to the side or leave the notes yeah, app hanging, right. like keep utilizing it, make it a practice. And then you'll realize you use it as needed. Or again, if I do this twice a week, I really feel like this is helpful. This is a decompression. This is an outlet for me. Um, Mm-hmm. And be honest. We keep talking about that. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yes. that journal. Be honest with your therapist. Like you have mm-hmm. to really, you have to put your guard down and keep it down when you're writing and when you're sharing what you've written so that you can maximize the benefits of this process. Um, so don't go in there trying to, you know, again, dress it up for yourself, dress it up for your therapist. This is the time so, that you'll yeah. be like, nah, this is, this is really what I want to say that I'm too scared to say. So I'm gonna write it down and then I'm going to give this to my therapist piece by piece and we're going to work through it. But all in all, regardless of how you address the the therapeutic act of journaling, I truly believe and stand by the fact that it is effective and you will find that if you utilize it and if you find how it works for you, because even though it's yeah, something that yes, we're going yeah. to prescribe to most folks, there's there's specific ways that the way that you journal and the way that I journal Raven look very different. Can look and different, we yeah. know what works for us because we've tried it. It's been trial and error. We've utilized things. Mm-hmm. We've started, we've stopped, we've restarted, but you and I both know we have our own lanes when it comes to journaling, but we know that it's effective for us because we've done the work. So that's the only way you're going to yes. get to know what you need um but it will benefit you so this is your sign if you've been thinking about journaling here it is we are here to tell you do do what you need to do um and make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you're still not following us on instagram or twitter please do so at hughes to healing that's h-u-e-s to healing no spaces we'll also have it linked in the episode notes but our instagram is where you'll find our mental health resource guide and it's a space for us to connect 
Yes, connect with us. We want to hear from y'all. Tell us what's working. Maybe you have some questions as you're navigating this journey. But between Janae and I, we got y'all covered. We're always going to keep it real with you because we're committed to this work with you. And with that being said, Janae, is there anything you want to let them know before we sign off? Get your journal on. The new year is here, child. And as always, if no one else has told you this today, you got this. And shout out to you for making it this far in the episode, but more importantly, for making the commitment to your mental health to show up and engage with us. So until next time, we will see you on the new year. With your journals. Yep. And take care.